Welcome back. Welcome in to the Lion's Share podcast. Ooh, a tough, tough week this week for all those involved in the NFL. Obviously, everybody knows the news from Monday Night Football Bills. Bengals, Damar Hamlin, um, we wish you the best. Speedy recovery, man. Keep keep the positive energy coming, folks. Positive vibes are helping. He's trending in the right directions as of recording right now, but obviously a long, long ways to go. Um, we just hope the best, and we hope that we get some positive news out of this. And it's nice to see what people can do when they come together. Nearly $7 million raised as of recording right now for his foundation and the toys. Um, something that had only $2,000 raised on a GoFundMe has now surpassed $7 million, um, in just a few short days. So very cool to see that from, from the people, the, the, the Lions fans, the NFL fans, and fans around the world of just life are out there supporting. So, hey man, Damar, the Lions share... And shareholders, respectfully, are with you 100%, man. Stay strong. Keep fighting. Keep the positive vibes up, folks. And shout out to that medical team and first responders for all that they've done and all that they do every day. And with that, I bring in Andrew. You crown this team, the Lions, the 1 o'clock Warriors, since the get-go this season. Well, now what do you call them this week, man? Sunday night football. We've been waiting all year for Sunday night. You calling them the primetime felines now? Oh my god, tickle my whiskers. We've been waiting all night for Sunday night. I think it's day, but that's okay. Um, I don't know what to call this team. We got bumped to the primetime slot. Um, if you want to count Thanksgiving, I don't believe it. I don't call that a primetime game. This is our one and only primetime game. It's our one and only must win right now. Um, I don't care what happens in the Seahawks game. I really don't. FTP all the way. Yes, sir. Uh, we talked about this being a possibility and on Sunday's episode with Mitch, um, the, the possibility that this would get flexed to Sunday night. And it sure did. Um, Texans or uh, Titans, Jaguars got flexed to Saturday night, so they did not get the Sunday night matchup. Too bad for them. Waiting all day for Sunday night is the correct moniker there. Um, but I'd say we've been waiting all week. We've been waiting all day. We've been waiting all year for a primetime game. Um, it's been 1 o'clock uh, throughout the year. So nice to see some well-deserved praise from the Lions. They're getting the spotlight on a game that isn't Thanksgiving and just so happens to be Week 18 in the NFL. Basically a playoff game, if you think of it, right? It's a play-in game or a playoff game if you're Lions. Some people calling it the Lions Super Bowl. Uh, definitely not going to call this the Super Bowl. This is not the pinnacle for this team. I refuse to believe that. There's more in this team. Grit, they're full of it. Um, this is absolutely a playoff game at this point. Uh, essentially, you know, control your own destiny. They've been in a playoff game essentially for the last nine weeks. Basically, yeah. I mean, they've gone 7-2 and two in the last stretch, but, I mean, they've needed all the wins they could muster. Needed the Panthers one here to really save uh. our skin. But now we're in this situation, and, yeah, you're right. It is absolutely a playoff game, and it's a good, it's against a, a good divisional opponent, and it'll be uh, a battering game, yeah, to say in, the least. In Lambeau as well, obviously on the road, always tough on the road, and, and one of the tougher places to play. Um, and it could be cold. Yeah, you're right. I think it's, I think the forecast is calling for thirties, mm, mid, mid to upper twenties, maybe low thirties. I think it'll be okay. I haven't honestly, I haven't looked in it. I looked at it on Sunday and I haven't looked at it since. 
Um, we're going to get timing to check on that. But uh, yeah, folks, for those at home that can't see, Andrew's repping the grip, the grip beanie, the grit, grit hat right now. And uh, we're going to need a lot of grit come Sunday because this is going to be a no love loss game for both these teams. NFC North, NFC Norris, as some would call it. It's a it's a classic battle, one that dates back I don't know centuries. I would I would I would I would venture to say. Uh, <laughs> Andrew gave me a look there. Uh, I think it's over hundred years, but maybe century. Okay. Um, yeah. So you, you mentioned Seahawks, the Seahawks game as well. Yes. Um, Seattle's playing four twenty five Eastern against the Detroit Rams. I mean the the, the Los Angeles Rams. Um, Shout out to Kelly Stafford. She had posted the Detroit Rams logo, and, and a couple others have have changed their logos to the Detroit Rams. Although a lot of them changing them now to Demar in support of that, which obviously is is the way to go these days, right? Um, but uh, prior to that, a lot of lot of hunger from the, the Lions themselves on social media. Several of them posting. Deshaun Elliott said he ain't missing this one. Sounds like he's gonna be back. I mean. I haven't checked the injury report, but he's he's claiming he's playing according to his IG story. So we'll see. He's making the plane at a minimum, apparently. <laughs> well, I sure hope he's going to make it. I'm mean, hope he's <laughs> at least an honorary dressing at, at that point. Um, yeah, you mentioned. Those. I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to bring up the cold again. You talked about all the elements in this game, and one thing the Lions haven't done well is performed outdoors in the cold all year round. Um, I know they complained about the field conditions in Carolina last week. Strap in. I don't know if it's getting any better in Green Bay. No, I I sent you that video on Twitter. I'm I'm sure you saw it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all the all the Vikings last week slipping around midfield or near the near the set, there was some rumor that they had watered the overwatered the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right down the I don't know in between the hashes. I guess they that whole strip. You know, like I'm sure you you fans have seen it before where they. They resod the center come like week 12 or whatever when everything gets churned up they resod mm-hmm. it i don't think green bay does that because i actually think they're like turf or not turf but they've got like some sort of system because they got like the heated coils underneath you know so it doesn't freeze and stuff. i don't know i'm getting way yeah too deep it, it is this. actual grass though it is okay yeah confirm so so they yeah they they watered the the crap out of it and um the vikings were were flying all over the field um so yeah make sure you got good cleats on lions this week um sunday's sunday's calling for 32 and sunny obviously it'll be a little bit cooler come nighttime the low is 23 um in minimal wind only a 20 percent chance of precip so that's good news um not going to be a, a blustery one or anything like that um back to that uh seattle game taking place at 425 um obviously the lions will know their fate at at the come kickoff of their game um, probably about an hour before their game, that Seahawks Rams game will complete. So they'll know what's what's at stake if they're playing for a win and in situation, or if they're playing for a win and keep Green Bay out. Either way, um, a fun one, indeed. I think, uh, as an aside, real quick, we just got to be thankful that the Lions are giving this podcast life throughout the whole season. I know uh, when they were sitting at one and six, things were looking pretty grim. They weren't gritty. They were grimy, um, you could say, one could say. And uh, it's just nice that we're able to have these captivating conversations. We could easily be talking strictly about next year at this point and talking about the Lions being eliminated several weeks ago. So able to talk about the playoffs, and that's fun. 
when we embarked on this journey, we had no idea what this season was going to hold, right? We we certainly didn't think it would be here. Uh, it was pretty much our cap. I think 12 games is what I had, but eight and eight going into the last week of the season with the opportunity to make the playoffs. And you tell me you started the season one and six and, and possibly getting rid of your coach in year two of rebuild. I mean, I don't think the organization was going to do it, but those are the conversations that were being had. And now we're here. And does anybody have any thoughts? Is Dan Campbell going anywhere? No, I don't think so. I we might want to check with Josh though, quick on that one. Yeah, we're going to need him to call back in on that one. That was that was the timing on that. It was impeccable. The fact that that was the the week it turned around. Um, you can you couldn't have scripted it that way, folks. Um, and but we're sure happy. I know on the Instagram poll I posted that um, several weeks ago that you know when they were one and five right at the bye, um, what right before the loss to the Cowboys, I posted how many wins do you anticipate the Lions having? And it was. Um, you know, one to three, three to five, or whatever I did, one to two, three to five, six to eight, or eight plus, I think is how I framed it. And uh, there was only one person that voted eight plus. So look at us now. Look at us now, right? Look and at me now. Look at me now. I'm getting paper. Um, yeah, and, and you and I both, we're both in the window. It's going to be a telling week for us in the records department as far as our NFL predictions um, all season. But also in the fact that you called for nine, seven, and one, we're just counting that as nine wins at this point, and I called for eight wins. So one of us is going to be wow. right on the money. Really needed that tie against the Vikings. You really did. Maybe there's a tie this <laughs> week. That would be wild, wouldn't it? Oh my goodness! I still wouldn't get the nine. No, you still wouldn't get the nine. Okay. Then, it, then neither of us would be right. Um, Correct. But yeah, very cool that it's almost like we know what we're talking about. It's it's like we should have some more shareholders, a little word of mouth advertising. Go ahead and toss it out to your fellow and new shareholder. Yes, and I and that brings up a great point. Great segue, Andrew. Everybody and their brother seems to be on this lion's train as of right now. Um, welcome aboard, friends, um, shareholders, and just lions fans in general. Talking to both of you right now. I know we've got some Texans fans on board with us, and to that. I say solidarity, friend. Salute. Yeah, salute. Yes, it's great. It's great. The Hard Knocks really brought the bump, and now the Lions are actually, you know, um, supplying that bump throughout the season now. So welcome aboard fans and welcome aboard shareholders. Love to have you. I would love for Hard Knocks to come back and maybe do a little in-season with us. That would be so cool. We already got the Hard Knocks bump. I know you don't get as much love for the in-season Hard Knocks, but maybe a team that's been featured before that uh, the viewers have gotten to know, they might follow this. Well, why don't they just go back to the Lions again? Like, why, what, what, why can't they go to teams back-to-back years? I mean, they did that with the Rams, I believe. Did they? I think so. Because that's why Jared Goff's just an animal with hard knocks. They're no, always... no, no. They were on All or Nothing, the Amazon version first, and then it was, uh, yeah, the the All or Nothing that's that no it? longer. Rust in peace, All or Nothing. That was a good show. I actually really enjoyed that show. They should have never taken it off. But um, I digress. Um, moving, moving forward to Lions news. Just some quick hitter ones for you here, folks. Real quick. First time in franchise history that the Lions have ever had over 2,000 yards rushing and 4,000 yards rushing in one season. Or um, I said that wrong. Over 2,000 years. Hold the collapse, Andrew. 
to have over 2,000 yards rushing and over 4,000 yards passing in one season. And that was through 16 games. So you can't even say, well, there's an extra game this year. They already broke it through 16 games. So this is a clean record. Now you now you may clap. Now you may clap. And another FedEx um, player of the week for the Lions. This one goes in the ground department. I think this is, I may be wrong here, but this is their first ground one. Goff's won the air one, I think two or three times. Um, but Jamal Williams wins the FedEx ground player of the week this week with his performance last week. Um, good job, Jamal. And good job on getting over 1,000 yards. You look confused. Man, for some reason, I thought Jamal had won that earlier in the year. Maybe it's like well three touchdown day. Well, there's the NFC and AFC players of the week, and then there's the FedEx air and uh, ground players of the week. So it gets a little bit confusing there. Yep. You may be right. That's probably what I did. Um, speak side note real quick because you brought it up, but James Houston got snubbed out on defensive player of the week by Cam Jordan, and oh, you gotta well, believe that's well, gonna be that's gotta you gotta believe that's providing what what am I saying here, Andrew? A little chip, yes, Is that sir. A chip on your shoulder. Yep, yep. Well, Cam Jordan had like Maybe. the same stat line, so it is a little bit comparable. They both had three sacks and both had a forced fumble. So, and one's not a rookie. That's exactly, and one's only played six games. I had six games. I think they said less than two hundred snaps. Multiply obviously. There's 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 seventeen games, so you could almost multiply six games by three. Nearly, it's not quite perfect math, but napkin math nonetheless. He's got eight sacks times two point nine or whatever you want to do the math, right? Like that's that's some pretty good numbers right there for a guy. If you that's put twenty three, twenty four sacks here, that's you'll take that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Um. I'd take it thrice on Sunday. Yeah, and the guy was cut. Remember, we talked about this off air. He was cut in the. It obviously, it was the injury related thing, and I, I think there was all the intention was to bring him back through the practice squad. But it was interesting to think back, like yeah, on Hard Knocks, he was cut. Yeah, and uh, I did look that up a little bit. They do hold him for two years now uh, before they'll have to sign him up. But I mean, odds are they they agree to a contract before the end of that. I mean, well before the end of the second year, probably at, at the end in this off season, they'll probably sure up a contract for him. Mm-hmm. You can't um, put up numbies like that and then no. just not get a contract. No, it's honorable. You, it's just, I think there's a mutual respect there. That's got to be. Oh yeah, that's got to be there. Um, and then I, I had one more note, and that was. Um, Pat McAfee went way overboard with the Dan Campbell denial. I don't know if you saw this. Um, I saw a little bit floating around the uh, internet rumors. I couldn't really tell what he was upset about. I guess a couple fans chirped him online saying that oh, got bad. They, we were going to beat Green Bay. I mean, it sounded pretty normal to me, and he just took offense to it. Yeah, so recall Dan Campbell was on Pat McAfee like three, four weeks ago, whatever it was, when the infamous clips were put out of him saying he was distracted by the wave and that's when ben johnson ran the play to sewell and then uh what was uh, he had another clip from that episode as well i can't can't think of it right off the top of my head now but so he wanted to bring him back on for this week um but dan's you know pr team whatever at the Lions said no it's locked in locked in big week can't be messing around with the media this week and obviously in a green bay media and yeah, Aaron Rodgers Tuesday every Tuesday on Pat McAfee's show. Obviously, you've got that side of the party every week. Um, so he yeah, once he was denied, they he put out a tweet and it was like a real. It was almost like a situation where a guy gets denied by or a girl, either one gets denied by a girl, and and he, like 
you know, some guy, let's call him Tommy, asks uh, Jane to go out with him. And then she denies him. And uh, he has to go out and say, like, oh, I didn't want to talk to her anyway. You know, like he has to go full the other way and start talking. Mad he was shit. never into her. Yeah, no. She's ugly. Yeah, no. Right. Jane's ugly. And that was the that was the energy that Pat was bringing. And uh, then he doubled down on it when he was talking to Aaron. Um, of course, right? Daddy Aaron. He was That's the clip to. I saw. Yeah, yeah. That, the day before, he put out the tweet and the people were like, Pat, this is kind of weird, man. Like, this is... It'd be one thing if he was like, wow, Dan, big time now. You can't, you can't talk to old Pat. And if he just left it at that, it'd be like, yeah, okay, that's funny. That's banter between guys, right? But instead, it was like he went way too far and then he was like, Hope you win on hope you win on Tuesday or on Sunday. I hope you win. Like, cause if you don't, these airwaves are gonna be hot. And it's like, whoa, 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 man. Like, just I like Pat Chill in the up. show. Like, it's it, he's got a great show, but uh, he, just he might weird be energy. a little too big for his britches, though. Well, and they just he's on nearly every show right now. And Aaron Rodgers provides them with such a bump for that show, like uh, not only on Tuesdays but as a whole. That's really grown their audience. So I they really they really. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Pander to Aaron. So, you know, got to keep him happy. And the audience. Exactly. Aaron's audience. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Evan Foxy, though. He's on there as a Lions fan, and he's, he's he he represents Detroit well on that show. Um, grit. So, um, talking about this matchup then, Lions versus the Packers. Um, um, I had one more note, I guess. One more note. I'm getting off track here, folks. How crazy is it that the Jaguars and the Lions could both make the playoffs considering these two teams were both the one and two overall picks last year? I don't think that's happened many times where the number one and number two overall picks um, then go to the playoffs the next season. You even made uh, several trades between each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is also crazy. I mean, same thing with the Rams and the Lions and like how often do you see a trade work out between the two teams? But I mean, it just kind of shows you the value of those those elite draft picks. And if your organization can find the guys to make the differences, I mean, that's all it really takes is one or two guys. You see what the Lions did. They go get Aiden Hutchinson and make a big splash, get up and get Jameson. Hasn't really done much, but I mean, this... I, everything about this team just screams young and hungry and, and, and want to develop. So, I mean, just screams the importance of the draft picks. Yeah. Better be careful with JMO on that field too. This week. Don't want to, don't want to do anything. Right. They, they held him back in the Panthers injuries. game for the same reason. They held him back. I don't root for injuries, no. but if Aaron no. Rodgers has to come out for any reason, whether it's, he's got a sore shoulder or they're just down by a million or COVID toe, I'm good with all of them. There we go. All of it. COVID brain. Yeah, well, brain fog. Um, yeah. So um, I guess we'll go right into the pose this week. I don't. I don't have much. It's the typical. But obviously, keep Aaron Rodgers in his new form, which has been bad. Um, at not not in terms of the last couple of weeks, but just new form as in this season. We need to see the Aaron Rodgers. We need to make Aaron Rodgers be the Aaron Rodgers we saw the first matchup between these two teams, and not the old form where he's smiling. He's getting guys to jump off sides. He's doing hard counts. He's getting 12 men on the field. He's doing all that shit that Aaron Rodgers does and feels so good about and uh, escaping the pocket and making plays and making throws. Not this week, folks. Not this week. That's the first emphasis. Similar to containing Justin Fields, keep Aaron Rodgers at bay and uh, 
then let the chips fall from there. I I mean, similar to yours, my top one was to just not, I mean, not so much keep him at bay, just don't let him wander. We've seen time in and time out, Aaron Rodgers just slowly slide left or right, creates time, the receivers move, and then all of a sudden, deep explosion plays. Like, that's what happens for this team. So, James Houston, Hutch, Kaminsky, all those guys, Lean, Bugs, they got some big work to keep that guy in the pocket, make him be, I mean, a pure passer, but don't give them all the time in the world. I mean, we know what this rush is about. We know that they hurry quarterbacks. So if they they can make him uncomfortable, that's what I'll take. Need to keep him at bay. Need to nip him in the bud just right off the bat. None of that funny business, right? Don't let him get hot. Don't absolutely, because that's what he thrives on. No hey, discount we double saw checks. That happen. Yes, sir. We almost saw that happen in the Bears game. And then they, they got a big stop and got him off the field and, and I mean, if without that, who's to say the Bears could have ran uncontrollable? Yeah. If the Lions get seven sacks like they did against the Bears against the Packers, you're gonna be sitting good. That won't It's over. It's over. It's over for you. And uh yeah, just no funny business in Green Bay either. So uh referees, officials, you need to be on point as well. Sunday night football, national television, Mike Trico, Chris Collinsworth sliding in. Keep that shit under under control all across the board, right? Um, I can already hear hands defensive hands. Oh, don't even face. say it. Don't even say it. I can Tommy hear cut it. that. Tommy cut that. <laughs> uh, luckily, Flowers is not on this team anymore. Um, actually, none of the players on that team are, are from that Lions team are on this team now. Isn't that crazy? That is very crazy. I mean, that is. Uh, Dan said it. He, he said, "Give me three years. I need to absolutely gut this team," and he did it. You heard it in year one. He wanted no turds in the punch bowl. Say less. Um, I don't see a turd out there. And and other than that, on the pose, um, I'd like to see them in similarity to that. I'd like to see them um, keep the penalties at bay and keep um, and and have less penalties than the Packers. Uh, they've gotten away with not bad play the last couple weeks, but in the big stretch of wins, they were winning turnover battle, penalty battle, and time of possession, all three. Which check check check. And uh, in the last couple of weeks, they've won the turnover battles. They've won the time of possession, although narrowly in some cases. Um, the Jets game, uh, at, at, that's the one that strikes me. But they've also lost, last, last week to the Bears, they lost the penalty battle. They had more penalties. So, so let's, 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 let's focus up in terms of the little things as well. You make a great point. I didn't even think of it, but you mentioned the time of possession battle and they're stretched they're winning the time of possession battle that could be any more crucial this week to keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands keep Goff and the offense just cruising down they don't need to be quick explosive plays just like you've done all year seven eight ten yard drives or ten play drives score look forward to the defense getting you the ball back and doing it again running backs between the two-headed three-headed monster at running back and the three-headed monster at tight end and deep balls to J-Mo, um, Chark, and the mid-range game to Amon Ross St. Brown and Khalif Raymond, right? That's You hit all those targets and you do all those things and you do them effectively early and often, you, you win this game easily. And everything you just said is why so many tight ends score on this team. Who's it going to be this week? 
uh, it's got to be Zilstra, right? Yeah, right. I, it's got to be the Zilstra. Or He's James. This week. Mitchell's, Mitchell. I mean, they just have so many offensive weapons that somebody has to get forgotten about in the shuffle. And it, I, I, I don't know if I've ever been a part of a Lions team. Calvin Johnson was awesome. They had a few guys, pieces around him. But to have, like, the full set. The main thing we're missing is the output from DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's there, that's a complete offense. Right, exactly. Because Jamal's your, and then you your goal about the tight end. Your, Jamal's gets the Correct. yards. He doesn't. He doesn't. He gets the scores. He doesn't get the yards as much. Although over a thousand, good for him. Um, and uh, if you remember from our predictions this year, I like I said, I said the Lions were going to go eight and nine. Um, so. I think I'm going to go with the Packers here to lose at That's home disgusting. to the Lions and who get to nine and eight. Let's go. <laughs> There's Let's some go. convulsions going on on the other line, folks. <laughs> Holy crap! Oh man, that just—I'm already jacked. I'm already jacked. It's Wednesday evening, folks. I'm so ready for some primetime football. Oh, does hearing a Lions victory and a Green Bay loss make me feel great? So you want to give your prediction? Uh, you know what I'm going with. I'm going with that grit squad. It's never in doubt. I don't care what the Seahawks win or what the Seahawks do. Even if they were to win and us losing to Green Bay improve the Lions pick itself from 17 down to whatever and get a little higher, I don't care with the momentum this team is building and how young they are. You need to know what it feels like to just put Aaron Rodgers in his place and be true kings of the North in the next two to three years. The, the prime scenario is the Lions win, the Seahawks lose, and Green Bay reign of terror ends officially with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers retires, not riding off into the sunset, riding off into whatever, some pit of misery, dilly dilly pit of misery for you, sir. Ayahuasca, unlimited ayahuasca for you when you retire. You can do all the shit that you couldn't do when you're in the NFL, whatever that is. Go to South America, whatever, um, and uh, just ride off, brother. Let's 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 end this chapter. Lions own the North from here out. That's my prime scenario. I love to hear it. I mean, I'm so ready for this team. I mean, I've been ready for a lifetime. I know a lot, a lot of our longtime Lion listeners have been ready for a lifetime. It's starting to feel good. It's starting to feel real. I don't care what happens in this game. Yeah. Like I said, FTP all the way. Want to win, but we're built for the future. Exactly. All the hope is still there regardless, right? Next year is still year three and, uh, you know, the, the uh, yet another year of progression. Um, to the point where you can finally feel like this team is not the same old Lions. We got signs of it this year. We'll get. We need confirmation that this is not the same old Lions next year. We need another season. In my book, the start of this season was same old Lions, one and six. Then we started to see new looks, new life. Let's continue. Let's get confirmation and uh, let's move on to the rest of the NFL, shall we? We shall. Oh, and um, in terms of the NFL, if you remember, we talked week five, Andrew, I think way back to October, I think October, um, and we pre-predicted the playoffs in that episode when you had to go on vacation um, and we recorded early and we re-looked at our predictions from the preseason and we re-predicted the playoffs based on what we had seen so far. And I called for the Seahawks to sneak into the playoffs and man, I really hope that prediction doesn't come true. 
every every one of your predictions is against the Lions, and it's it's just so hurtful. Well, we certain you and I certainly both did not have the Lions in our playoff predictions. <laughs> at that point, one and four going into the bye in the bye week, and we looked at the schedule and we did we did a recap and we're like, there's a path to at least six wins here. We'll give ourselves credit there, right? We weren't we weren't not giving up. We were not. We joked about it and we we thought about it. We thought about it deeply about this team being a one win team. Um, but you and I both said that's that that's not going to happen under Dan. They're going to get at least four wins. There's a path to six plus, and um, we said, you know, obviously at that point, uh, eleven or twelve wins our ceiling. You and I ceiling. We said that's not attainable, and realistically, it wasn't right. Um, but we we never gave up a hundred percent on this team. Although Mitch, eh, I don't know. Remember if he said infamously in that that call, I think it's time to start thinking about next year. We got to realize that these are the fun lions where you're going to click over and see the lions putting up a million points uh, and, and whatever else he said. He said he started thinking about next year and he said, I'm not thinking about tanking though. So I'll give him credit there. They learned how to win a game without getting in a track mate. I mean, the defense isn't built for it. They're young. They, and it just took time. They learned a lot this year. There's a lot of growing things have happened this year. A lot of growing pains as well. And iron those out in the offseason. We know what these guys can do in the draft. Exciting times. Two picks in the top 20, probably, looking like, right? Four in the top 75. Yes, love those stats. Love to hear that. Um, another stat I love to hear is that I'm 134 and 90 this year. You're 129 and 95. Five games separate us. I got a little bit of a cushion now going into the last week. That's good to, good to feel. Um, and if anybody's adding in these up, realize that we did skip, I think week one and week two or something. We're trying to do the math. We, we definitely didn't do it week one. We just don't remember if we did it week two. We, we didn't really come up with this idea until halfway into week, uh, one or two or whatever it was. So that's why we don't have a hundred percent of the games done, but all in all good season for both of us, clearly going to finish over 500, um, this week, Andrew trying to keep it under a hundred wins or a hundred losses. Um, I am as well. I've got a 10 cushion window. He's got a five for the hundred hundred century mark. Um, so let's talk, let's talk about these games Saturday. There's two Saturday games this week. No Sunday, uh, no Monday night football, no Thursday night, Saturday and Sunday games. We've got two on Saturday, both on ESPN and ABC chiefs versus Raiders. The first matchup of the day. Um, and I think if my calculations are correct, they've got to, they can't lose this game. Um, and still have the one seed. So they've got to play for something here. So I don't think they're going to be resting starters. Andy Reid is a guy that likes to rest starters, but I I don't think they'll rest starters here. They're the first matchup of the week, so they don't have the luxury of seeing other teams' results. They're up first. So with that and the Raiders' um, demise, I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs here. I'm also going to go with the Chiefs. Whoa, excuse me there. Whoa. I'm also going to have to go with the Chiefs. Um, the Raiders benched Derek Carr. Stidham wasn't the answer. They they tried. He, he played a pretty good game. They just didn't win. Derek Carr is going to have to move on, and it's going to be sad when he does. But I think you're right with the Bills-Bengals game kind of being in limbo. I don't see Andy Reid sitting anybody this week. And um, I think the, the Chiefs just handle business. Yep. Yep. And it's a Saturday game, folks. Remember that. The other Saturday game, Titans versus Jaguars on Saturday night football, primetime. Uh, this is obviously a big one, big implications here. Winner of this gets to go to the AFC playoffs. 
Who you got, Andrew? Oh, my God. It feels too easy. It feels like a trick pick at this point. The Jaguars are doing nothing but going up and going places, whereas the Titans are going nowhere but down. Um, Tannehill is not back. I don't know who their quarterback's going to be now. I still don't know. If that tells you anything, playing for a division, and I couldn't tell you who your starting quarterback was going to be, I'm going to take the Jaguars. Ex-Lion Dobbs, Josh Dobbs, Joshua Dobbs. Um, Yeah, the the Titans have lost six straight, and uh, no signs of them winning one here. But I think I'm going to go with the Titans here. I know that's crazy. Wow. And I I Jaguars are at home. Jaguars won the first match handed handedly against these guys. So I'm I should just go with the trend and take the Jaguars. But um Derrick Henry is back and I just I can't Ooh. get the Derrick Henry from like 4 years ago out of my head where he just willed the team into the playoffs and then they made it all the way to the AFC Championship. I just can't get that out of my head. So I'm going to go Titans here. I've got a five-game stretch of window here, or a five-game stretch, uh, five-game buffer between you and I, so I'm going to go Titans here. Lovely. Let's I'll bring go. it on. A little competition I, never hurt I think, anyone. I, exactly. I think through the six-game losing streak they've had, I think I picked them four times, though. So this is not boating well for me. It doesn't look good at all. Moving forward to Sunday, we've got Bengals-Ravens. Um, as the first matchup, although I think this order has changed. Um, and uh, we should mention, too, there's some talks of the Week 18 being moved, but as of our recording here on Wednesday night, uh, we we it's a, it's, a, it's a go as of right now. We'll probably get news tomorrow on it, um, but, we'll, but we'll see. So um, I'll, I'll actually go with the official first Sunday matchup. That's Buccaneers versus Falcons in Mercedes-Benz. Um, Atlanta favored in this one because the Bucks don't have anything to play for. So people are saying they will be resting Brady and, and the bunch, the Brady bunch. Um, so Falcons. Um, but I think I'm still going to take the Bucks here. Yeah, you were saying the Buccaneers had nothing to play for because they're already in. I was attempting to figure out what the Falcons are trying to play for here at this point. Other than like maybe somebody's got some bonuses catch bonuses receiving yard bonuses rushing yard bonuses and they lose they get in into a better pick there you are i don't think atlanta's the kind of team that's going to do that they're not going to lose games intentionally i'm going to take the falcons in this one okay all right are you calculating along the way as i make these picks which ones you have to go opposite of me so you can actually try to pull this off no, 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 not at all. Um, I kind of want to do that now that you say that. Yeah, but I shouldn't have sparked that mind. I don't think, I don't even know if Tom Brady's going to play in this game. I don't see why he would. Uh, they were talking about getting Jensen, their starter, or their starting yes. center back. He got hurt in um, training camp. If that's the case, I'll see, I could see Brady playing just to get reps, reps with him. But they might play him for like the first quarter, first yeah. half. It'd be like a preseason type type role right Just right get exactly some, get some get some grooves going and then mail it in yep bills patriots this one also we we really don't know um but it, it's scheduled for noon or uh, one o'clock eastern um and it's in in the bills stadium bills are favored by seven here obviously if the bills patriots, should be favored by a zillion yeah you're right um the patriots obviously need a win here to make the playoffs 
So um, they'll be playing for everything, but the Bills as well, playing playing for everything as well for the for the one seed. So I've got the Bills here. I've also got the Bills. I think the Bills are going to put on a class of sheer domination. They're going to be playing for Hamlin. Um, anytime you have anything like this happen in an organization, oh, that team's just on fire the next day. So I think uh, I think the Bills are going to win this and in, in handedly at that. Well said, well said. Vikings versus Bears, the battle of the NFC North. The Bears all but done. And uh, the Vikings... Um, um, locked in the playoffs, but um, no real word on whether they'll play starters, sit starters. Uh, I think either way, I've got the Vikings here. The Bears looked so bad last week. Justin Fields is out. Eberflus made the right decision and is sitting him down, calling it a hip injury, but really it's it's rest. Um, so let's get real with that. So I've got the Vikings. Uh, the Bears didn't show me anything last week that seems redeemable. This is our don't overthink it. I mean, we got quite a few of them, but this is our don't overthink it game. It's personal to us with the NFC North. Vikings are going to win this. The Bears don't want to win this game. If the Texans screw up and beat the Colts here, it can move them into, is that pick number one, I believe? Yeah. So it's a big-time loss for the Bears. Right. They're going to be doing all they can, right? And they're, and they're doing that with no Justin Fields. And Nathan Peterman season starting now. Yes, sir. Bengals versus Ravens. Bengals. I've got the Bengals here. No Lamar Jackson. Once again, he's he's going to rest all the way up until the playoffs. Um. So, um. Bengals still playing for something. Obviously, in this in this uh, in this in Cincinnati, uh, an AFC North battle, and uh, the Bengals still have an outside chance to move up in the in the seeds. So, I think they'll be playing, and um, I'm going to take the Bengals. Oh my god, I wish you would have taken the Ravens so I could go against you here. Um, I'm also going to take the Bengals similar to the Bills. They're going to get a partial boost, or bump just like the Bills are, not nearly as the bump the Bills themselves are going to get. But they're also pretty rested up. Uh, I didn't see a ton of plays happen. And without the Ra- or without Lamar, I just don't see him doing it. So I'm going to take the Bengals. You touched on this one. Texans versus Colts. Um Obviously, the Texans are locked into the one seed right now, but if they lose, I I don't know, the tie math might be screwed up. I'm not sure because I think, yeah, you're right. I think if Chicago loses and Houston wins, Chicago would have the number one overall pick. So um, it, with that said, even, I'm still taking the Texans. I think they'll, I think they'll win one here for Lovey. Oh, man, this is the tough game of the week. I was, oh, my God. Who do the Colts have left at quarterback? Is it Sam Ellinger season? I think so. In that case, give me the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> He's switching on the fly, folks. Yeah, because Nick Foles is is not playing. Obviously, He's Matt Ryan's not playing, and and um, Sam Ellinger. Wait, what happened to Matt Ryan? Oh, I, I didn't. They just didn't they bench him? Well, I, yeah, I thought he I was. Thought. I thought he was hurt though. Oh, I thought he was just poor play. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to frantically look right now and yeah, see. Yeah, if... yeah, yeah. If if Matt Ryan plays, I'd take the Colts. So whatever you're about to tell me, if Matt Ryan ends up starting in this game against the Texans, I'm definitely going to go with the Colts here. Um, try to save uh, face for Jeff Saturday. But uh, any any luck on your end? I'm still tabulating. Tabulating the results sounds like the Michigan election officials here. Yeah. Um, Sam Ellinger. 
we'll we'll start for the Colts. Matt Ryan will be active as a packed up. And in that case, I will be with you hand in hand with Lovey Smith. I could almost kiss the man. <laughs> that fluffy little beard. Jets, Dolphins, your next matchup. This one's a tough one for me. I thought this was probably the toughest matchup to call. Um, two of the biggest losing streaks. Both have lost five in a row. Something's got to give. Somebody's got to win this game, right? Unless it's a tie. And uh, Jets are rolling out. Uh, or not Jets. I'm sorry. The Dolphins are rolling out. Mike Glennon, of all people. Um, they they signed him this week. They signed him to um, fill in for Teddy Bridgewater and Tua, both being out. And, they, and Skylar Thompson... Um, will be the backup this week, I believe, is, is the way this rolls out. Mike Glennon's going to play, so uh, you can't miss that neck, folks. Uh, I'm going to go. With Was that man retired? Was I, he retired? They did, might have pulled him off the couch. Did they call him off the couch? I think oh, they might have. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I, I think I have to go with the Jets as well. It's the New York media. Nobody likes coming home to the New York media, losing to an in-team divisional team to end the season. Um, your in-state team has already clinched a playoff spot. You're going to get ragged on. You better win this game to save face. So with, yeah. with that being said, I'm going to take Salah and the Jets. Yeah, I don't feel great about it. Uh, the Jets are just so bad and, you know, eliminated from playoff hopes, right? They're eliminated, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, I just had to double confirm that. Um, so it makes me think they're just going to fall off here. But the Dolphins don't have a quarterback. And... Uh, Somebody's got to get the ball to Tyreek and Waddle. So I just don't think – I think the Jets' defense can can somehow will this in um, against the Dolphins' depleted, beached offense. Panthers versus Saints. Um, Hold on. Do you want to take a guess how many picks is Sauce Gardner going to have on Mike Glennon before Glennon decides to stop throwing at him? Two. I, I had the same number in my mind. Wavelengths. Panthers versus Saints, both these teams eliminated. I'll go with the Panthers. I, I've I've ridden the Saints all damn year long. Would these losers play Jameis at any time? I, I'm so mad. I have to take the Panthers as well. <laughs> it, it's just it's not fun. The Saints had that division that was hanging by a tree. And I don't know what they did to Jameis. They screwed something up seriously. What? Why is he not playing? He's better than Andy Dalton. I think, uh, what's the interim in, in North Carolina? Steve Wilkes. Wilkes, I think he's playing for a job here trying yeah. to get in at 7-10. and 10. I think so, I'm going to go with the Panthers. Yeah, I agree. Um, tickets as low as $8, folks. You can, you can, wow. That's that's baseball prices right there. Um, Brown Steelers. I've got the Steelers here. Brown's done. Steelers still vying for that last playoff spot. Need some help from other teams. Got to win this one. Give me the Steelers. Would you ever think, I don't know what we had at the beginning of the season with our prediction games, but we thought that the the Steelers were going to have a down year and that they weren't going to show out. We thought they'd put some wins together because it's Tomlin. You get the Mike Tomlin bump. But here they are. A, Attempting to play for a playoff spot in week 18. I mean, once again, and I will always root against Deshaun Watson. He's scum yes. of the earth. So let me let me get them Steelers. Right there with you, bro. And you you uh, credit to you too. You've you've been on the Mike Tumlin bump all year. So that that's full credit. Full credit to you. Um, Chargers versus your team. Bro. Yes, that is my B team. But you 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 are the most vocal about Tomlin getting the bump there. Um, Chargers versus Broncos. 
Uh, another game Toilet that bowl. doesn't mean much for either of these teams. Broncos are going to try to get a trying to get um, trying to get some life to into the next season. I guess they're favored here over the Chargers. Chargers probably going to rest some starters. <sighs> yeah, this is a tough one. The Broncos showed out pretty Don't well against it. the Chiefs. Man, I won't say it. I'll let you go first. Okay, well, I'm taking Russell Wilson and the Danger Witch. <laughs> Four and twelve over the ten and six Chargers. This is easy money. I'm not a gambling man, but for the shareholders that are, listen to me. But one eight hundred gambler, don't listen to me. The Broncos are going to win this. They're resting a bunch of starters. And what do the Chargers do? They lose to bad teams. That's what this this squad has been about. Yeah, it's what they always be about. I'm taking Russell Wilson. I'll take the Broncos as well. I uh, don't feel great about it. I think the Chargers can still win this game, but the Broncos, you know, they they're not they're not playing for the tank. Their their pick is going to Seattle. So the three number number three overall pick they that that means nothing to them. So they're not they're not playing for the pick. They're not playing for the tank. I think they're playing for momentum to next season and uh, try to find a new coach too as well. So um, got to make yourself look appealing for coaches out there. Maybe Jim Harbaugh. Mm. Probably not, though. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, oh. So I'll, I'll go with you there. I'll go Broncos. Giants versus Eagles. Jalen Hurts. Sounds like he's not Hurts anymore. He's he's back. Sorry, Mitch. Um, Eagles still, Eagles still ha- have, yeah, he's been back at practice. So they're saying he's going to play. Uh, we may be wrong in that capacity. But um, Giants are, Giants, Dayball says they're not resting. Um, we'll see if that's just a poker face. They, they likely will rest in some capacity. you got to imagine, right? Um, and the Eagles still playing for the one seed, so I'm going Eagles here. Uh, Dayball does not look like the type of coach that would ever bench a player intentionally just to get rest. Um, if Jalen Hurts comes back, I say the Eagles will uh, thwomp the Giants. Yeah. If there's no Jalen Hurts this week, I'm going to have to take Dayball in the, in the Giants because it seems like a Dayball-led team is similar to a Dan Campbell led team and uh they want to play spoiler okay so what's your official pick uh depends on jalen Hurts. okay swinging gate okay okay i guess i'll give you that one with my five game lead cardinals versus 49ers i'm gonna take the 49ers here um cardinals are just a toilet bowl as as if i can use the term you coined and uh this one's in san uh san francisco so i'll go with that defense i'll go with that 49ers defense in at home. Once again, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to follow you. Unfortunately, I just think that the Cardinals are that bad. I don't know if you saw the reports today. Kyler Murray might not even be ready for the start of the 2023 season. I said that in the last episode. Don't you recall? I remember that now. Well, I I didn't say that. I just alluded <laughs> to it. It just kind of came to my brain as we were talking that having that oh, discussion. I was thinking. Okay. Oh yeah, he had a late, a pretty late season ACL. I know it's you know, it's, give or take, it's twelve months for an ACL recovery, right? So, um, you know, do the math. That's that he's not going to be ready for August or early September. Well, if you read the report, it almost seemed like Klings, uh, Kingsbury was clinging to, uh, you know, I know he just got a contract, but he's got to play good with the management. He knows he's going to lose games next year as well. Right. And it kind of seems like he's covering his tracks for next year already. His, his quote unquote, it's not really a quote. I'm going to paraphrase it here. But it was Kyler Murray probably won't be ready for the 2023 season. Right. So and he I don't gets know a pass. Probably won't be ready. You know, like he's 
Got to do whatever he can. Yep. <laughs> he wants a pass there. Um, Rams, Seahawks. This one's the big one, right? Um, yes, sir. So, um, unfortunately, I'm going to go with the Seahawks here. Yeah, that is quite unfortunate. The Seahawks to lose, you didn't finish that sentence. <laughs> it's no. like an ellipses. Ellipses? No? Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take gonna... the Rams. Yeah. Got to do it. And I think you're doing it because you got a five-game buffer. You're just trying to play with me, honestly. Um, the Rams did this for a reason. Kelly Stafford's letting us know. It's the Detroit Rams right now. I think uh, Baker's going to ball out. And it's going to be a tight game late. And he's going to pull the old varsity blues. Uh, clock the clock. the clock, Stop the clock. Maybe throw the ball at a mascot, cheerleader, okay. fan. Who knows? He's going to tank in the fourth quarter, though. He's going to he's going to intentionally lose this game. Thank you in advance, Baker. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. It's supposed to rain for this one, so it could be a rainy matchup. Um, could could have implications there. Like I said, I've got the Seahawks. Unfortunately, let's move on. Uh, Cowboys Commanders. I've got the Cowboys Commanders done. Sam Howell. Rookie is starting for them at quarterback. They're just throwing throwing shit at the wall right now, seeing what sticks. I've got Dallas here. Dallas still playing for the one seed. They are still playing for the one seed, but how many picks is Dak Prescott going to throw this week? They talked about him being uh, the league leader at interceptions, and I don't know if anybody remembers he didn't play the full season yeah, either. Right, right. He's, he's thrown quite a few interceptions, okay? And it's, it's nearly two a game at this point. If the Commanders can get a couple defensive touchdowns off of those picks, um, I think the Commanders have a chance. <laughs> oh, but I'm going to take C.D. Lamb all day. Okay, okay. Give me the Cowboys. Fair enough. I think that I'm counts. Not that risky. I think it counts four discrepancies between us. So or three maybe. I don't know. I might have the math wrong there. Um. So no. just just telling you that. Um. Hey, let's move on to move on to college football, right? Let's um yeah let's let's do close it. this thing out with some oh, talk wait, about the national one last championship note. yeah yeah um the Lions Packers game will be your last regular season matchup of the 2022 NFL season correct that is a correct 20, statement 21 to 2022 NFL season how cool does that feel it is, it is cool to, to to be the last regular season matchup um and and to have it be the Lions it's not often that that's the case the Lions haven't had a Sunday night football in the last week of the year and I don't know how long possibly history and um, the the spread on that game we never mentioned it too is the Green Bay is favored by four and a half more more billboard material you're muted and everybody in the media is taken yes oh yeah it's it's all outright I wouldn't be surprised if on, on NBC when they do the predictions I think like eight of them make make predictions um Crossed um, like Rodney Harrison and Maria Taylor and all those um, uh, talking heads on those pregame show. I think they, they, I wouldn't be surprised to see G's, green G's all the way across the board. And and what's better than that when everybody's on one side, right? A lot of green and yellow show their true colors. It's time for Honolulu Blue. It's time. It's Honolulu Blue is in style right now. It's, it's, it's the, all the rage. Um, and in college football, we'll have the national championship on Monday following the Sunday night football. We'll have um, the college football championship. And uh, this kind of has lacked attention um, just in terms of the NFL stealing all the thunder right now with with Hamlin and, and all the concerns for him, of course. 
rightfully so not a lot of talk about this game it, it seems at least in my in my eyes um obviously george is the favorite over tcu the lesser known team um i, I think i think all signs point to a georgia win but tcu is kind of team of destiny right now so we'll see what happens i don't know how much i'll watch of it it's always late at night on a monday night terrible scheduling well tcu winning could be um a reason not many people are talking about this game as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you said it yourself, looking like a Georgia win at this point. Uh, I mean, shameful. Uh, shameful to lose that game for the Wolverines. Obviously, a fan, so I'm biased. But, I mean, to let TCU, the four seed, take you out is, is, a, is a bummer. Might lose Jim Harbaugh out of it. Um, but when you're a one seed going against a four seed and, and, and an absolute dominant one seed... It's it's tough to go against. Um, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You mentioned it too. Do you do you think um, Jim Harbaugh is leaving for the NFL? Um, I don't know how true it is. I haven't seen it myself. Is the statement "I'm going to take the first offer I receive" true? Well, that's I don't think he said that verbatim. Okay. But I think people I was in, told that people in his circles have said if there's an NFL offer, he's gone. He's, I don't know if I buy it. And he's already had discussions with the Panthers, not an interview, but a, a discussion with the Panthers. That's a lot of that's a lot of smoke. That's a lot of speculation. That is a lot of speculation leading to a fire. I think he's gone if the right offer comes up. I don't think he's going to jump into any offer willy nilly. Um, I don't think anybody wants the the Denver Broncos job at this point. No, I think it's an unappealing job. And what they're going to need to do is hire a first-year coach. Don't say it. And take another gamble. I'm not going to say it. I won't say that. I won't ever say BG like that. Do they take a gamble on a first-year coach, or do they overpay a veteran coach to try and come in and fix things? Right, like uh, um, Pete Carroll. Well, no. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I um, I can't think of his name. The Saints, the Saints old coach that's on Fox now. Um, we just talked about him. Oh, Sean Payton. Sean Payton. I, I, I couldn't think of his last name. Sean Payton. Yeah, he could 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 be could be an option. Um, which I there's a lot of jobs that are going to be open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Panthers, Broncos, Colts. Um, as weird as I might say. Uh, from a playoff team, but possibly the Buccaneers. <laughs> right? Yeah, it is weird to say, but it, it's possible. Um, I, I wouldn't say Arizona if they hadn't just given him a crazy contract for no reason. Right? Right? Yeah. Um, I think Lovey Smith still got a still gets the a few more uh, another year at least. And uh, aside from that, I don't know. Uh, there's all there may be one fluke out there, but um, we talk about the New Year's resolutions last episode but i i found this article from the lions i'm just going to speed read right through it uh, here's what some of the lions said about their new year's resolutions malcolm rodriguez rodrigo his personal resolution is to sleep more the rookie said he said he spends many late nights playing call of duty and other video games so he hopes to be sleeping more this year that's his goal heard that brother yep taylor decker um his resolution love this one to be a consistent winner yup Jamal Williams um, is to be a better person. That's a that's a very Jamal kinda, response. Yeah, he was probably like, "Get out of my way! I want to go yeah. home. I'm play Pokemon." <laughs> uh, yeah. K- Kabinda is 
personal resolution is to disconnect from all social media. Heard that. Heard James that. Houston. Except for yeah, the Lions Share podcast. Of course, of course, that's not Spotify or that's Spotify's not social media. Um, Houston, James Houston is to be punctual. The rookie admitted he struggles to be early for events and would like to improve. Wow, good for him. Yep, yep. And uh, on the field, he says he's like he'd like to be more creative in his celebrations. Wow, I like that resolution. Mm-hmm. Here's um, here's a telling resolution. Did any of our players want to get in shape next year? Um, or this year? Um, n- nope. We've only got three more left. Alex Anzalone, fan favorite, uh, ponytail man, wild man. His pre- uh, resolution is to spend more time off of his phone, kind of similar to Kabinda. Uh, Deshaun Elliott is his personal resolution is to stop making resolutions. Love that one. Her. <laughs> What? Uh, yep. He said he's not making one this year because um, I don't want to be a different person in 2023. I want to be the same person and elevate myself. Yep. Yep. And well, uh, and, and then he said in um, 2023, his on-the-field one is to be a playoff team. Love that. Somebody's hungry for it. Yep. Uh, I love to hear it from the players. El Jefe Okuda, his is to be more present. He wants to be in the moment more, focus on his mindfulness and uh, that can carry over to the football field, allowing them to have a short memory in the secondary and move on from mistakes quickly. Heard that. Maybe uh, maybe his own personal one should not should be to not injure as many teammates as well. That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't see that on here, but that's a good one. Honorary mention. And with that, folks, we'll see you all late Sunday night. It's a late matchup, folks. Sunday night football. Waiting all day for Sunday night. Prayers up for Damar Hamlin. Let's go Lions. Let's FTP this week. Let's go Lions. Week 18. Get it done.